Hey guys, Jared Duckett, Duckett Lad CPAs and advisors. I hope you guys are doing well. We've got my business partner, Bill Ladd here with us and also got Dr. Michael Abernathy, um, author, dentist, speaker, entrepreneur, you name it. He's, uh, he's done it Poppy. or is doing it. That's right, Poppy. Um, Poppy. Poppy. But guys, I appreciate you tuning in. What we want to do is th this is the first in a, uh, a series of videos that we're going to do um, specifically for dentists and, and specifically what's what's going on with the coronavirus and, and everything that how you're having to react as, as the coronavirus is impacting your business. What we want to do is really put a positive focus on this. And this is not going to be, hey, this is what you do to, you know, look at, communicate to your staff, how to handle staff, et cetera. This is more of what do you do right now in your business as you are probably not working as much. You probably have that free time on your hands. What do you be doing right now in order when this passes, you can set your business up to just exponentially grow, to scale to new heights with your business. And that's what we really want to unpack today. Get that positive focus um, and, and just think about, you know, all the free time, all the things that you've always thought in your business that you need to do. And you've always said, hey, I, I, you know, I need to do that, but I don't ever have any time. Now's the time. So what we want to do, the first, the first topic here, if you will, on this video is we want to talk about kind of how, how the game of dentistry is changing. You know, how coronavirus has really impacted it and how the game and, and the rules, if you will, are changing and, and how to adapt to that change almost with having a shift in mindset. So, Dr. Abernathy, I want to just have you jump in there real quick, if you can. Talk about the game of dentistry. Talk about how you see that game changing, if you will, with the impact of the coronavirus. Right. I, you know, it's, I probably look at dentistry even without the coronavirus as being a changing game. I mean, whether it's uh, insurance companies, uh, DSOs, uh, you know, ups and downs in the economy and stuff like that. I, good practices are always training for the game, right? I mean, they're always, you know, you have to stay in shape. You, you've got to stay focused. You've got to stay engaged. And, you know, this has just been, I mean, I can't think of a time in the 45 years I've been, you know, in dentistry uh, that there's been a time where we went from really most of the doctors were producing at some of their highest levels to zero almost. Okay. To zero. And then that period of time is going to last an unknown length of time, probably longer than most people thought originally. And that mindset to one survive, uh, to come back and then to thrive, it has got to change. And, and so if, if we, talked about mindset, then the things I'm talking about don't just apply to this time and this one time only. They may be more important. They may be more timely, but I think we always face that we're going to have to have a time set. So I want to, I want to think of it as a game. Okay. I mean, like, let's, let's say we're playing football. I think with any game, I, I, I gave a presentation in, and I use this analogy. It's in, I don't, the reason I use the analogy is that I had in the infinite wisdom of all of the government agencies uh, for, you know, sheltering in place, they let the kids out of school. Now, they, they wanted to shelter in place to protect us old people. And then if you shelter in place and close the schools, then the parents have to work and they send their kids to the old people right. who are going to get sick and die. Okay, so I, I'm going, crap. And there was seven grandkids. 
in my house at the time that I was trying to write this speech that, you know, I wasn't ready to give. And I was thinking the kids would go, Poppy, would you play a game with us? And then like most grandparents, I have all the toys from my kids that are in their almost 40s now and, you know, 36 to 40, still in my house and games. And they find the most, the strangest game you can find that I even remember we had it, but there's no rules there, right? I mean, I can't find the rules, but, and, and so they want to play that game. So that's kind of the way we are now. I mean, we, we're playing, I mean, this is a game that even if you don't play, it's played for you. It'll play You're out forced for you. to play it. Yeah. Yes. It forced to play. And so I see no reason not to play this game well. So if you've got five or six minutes here, I can tell you kind of how I look at a game. I Most mean, and I'm, I'm, I'm the little guy. I'm the five foot nine guy that was just sight in the seventh grade. I mean, I love football. I mean, I like to hit. I played both sides. And then by the time I was a freshman in high school, I was still five foot nine, maybe 140 pounds, and everybody was 280, and I couldn't play football. And in McKinney, Texas, okay, <laughs> the game of football is the game there you know uh basketball baseball soccer they didn't have soccer then track those aren't sports <clears throat> that's off-season football okay so again after not being able to play football i've got this little guy mentality so when i don't like playing games like board games but i can't say no to my grandkids okay so i'm looking at the games and this is the way i approach any type of game if i've never played it before and i don't know the rules this is how I look at it. And this is how you need to look at this too, because there's not a precedence to, to go, this is the way we should play the game because this is the way it was done 10 years ago. Um, we don't have that to look at. Yeah. So for me, I take a real quick look, the big picture of the game. I mean, I'm, I'm looking around, I'm gonna, I'm gonna crush, crush these five to 11 year old kids. I am That's not right. losing this game. Okay, Poppy doesn't roll over. Poppy <laughs> takes names. Okay. And, and so like, I, I'm, I'm, you're going down, you know, you're going to make me play the game. You're going to lose. So I take a quick look at the board and I'm looking at the players. Who are the players? I mean, we got DSOs. We got, you know, we're looking around. We got players. We got really good practice. We got practices that are barely making it before we had this. So there's a lot of players at the table, a lot of players at the game. We're all going to have to play. Okay. And again, I, I take a real quick look. I assess everything. Look at the players, what the moves, how long is the board, how long is this game going to take. And then number two, I want to see the rules. Okay, if I haven't seen this before, I'm going to find something as close as possible to the rules that I can find for this game to play. Now, the mistake can be this, is that if we're talking about what's going on here, you have to decide who you're going to listen to, mm. who you're going to read and follow. And uh, I, I, Chichi Rodriguez the golfer. Yeah. You know, uh, he said a lot of the, a lot of the guys back when he was in his game or have shot coaches come in and, and, you know, just show him to hit just his, you know, his irons or just the putter or just, you know, and his comment was, he says, I'm not taking advice from some snot nosed kid that hadn't been on the 17th hole tied, you know, in a playoff match that's never experienced this before. So you need to be careful who you look at as an expert here. Now, I'm not claiming to be an expert, but I mean, keep that in mind when, when you seek out this expert, when you're looking at the rules, okay? So if the rules are there, I'm going to read them. Now, there are some rules here. You're sheltering in place. You can or cannot do emergencies. Uh, you know, uh, there are 
50 something, 257 uh, counties in Texas, and there's only like four counties that have even had a virus. But we need to keep in mind that this game is going to take a certain length of time. I want to play the rules well because in the game we're in right now, the infection rate is 50%. It's not 10 to 20 as it is with the flu. Okay? Mm -hmm. They're not telling you that if you shelter in place, there still won't be a 50% infection rate. There will be. It's just going to take longer. So New York's crashing. You know, West Coast is crashing. And then in a month, it may be Dallas. Or it may only be Arizona. And then it may be a week later before it hits Dallas. And then it's just going to keep, keep going. So we're going to be playing these rules for a while. So I'm going to specifically look at the rules, and I'm not going to take somebody's word for the rules. I'll look it up in my phone if I can't find it. Okay? I'll find out what they did in Italy. I'll find out what they did in China. And I'm looking at how can I play the game to have as many advantages as I can to crush these kids. Okay. Now, <laughs> now I haven't looked at the board specifically, but I'm going to look over. And, you know, it's really weird when you start looking at these boards. I mean, Monopoly board, it's kind of convoluted. But there are some deals where you're going, hey, if I hit that, I lose a turn. I may have to go back to start. Uh, I may be out of the game. I may come to a crossroads where I have to choose or I have to go over to some cards and pick them up and do whatever it says to do on that card. So, again, I'm looking at the board very specifically. And, and that would mean for you guys looking at your own practices in your own demographic with your past history and your own personality in deciding how can you play the game as, as well as you can play that game. Okay? Now, the next step, number four, would be I'm looking at the long play. Um, I, I, the first ever CrossFit class I ever went to, my son was doing it. And, again, I still have this little guy mentality, so I'm, I'm, I'm up for this. You know, he goes, and I'd never been in one before, but they have on the big bulletin board what the deal was for the day. And so it started out with just, you know, platform jumps, and then there was a certain number of squats with weights, and then uh, wall ball, and then you ran a quarter of a mile, and you came back and you did something else. Well, this was a class that had about five beginners in it. And there was a guy over there, looked like he was about 27. I mean, he was ripped. And, I mean, we were head – I mean, I'm not letting anybody beat me. I'm going to die <laughs> at competing. I mean, I don't care what Olympics you won. I'm, I'm going to go for it. So I'm keeping up with him. No problem. We're right ahead. And I'm doing – we hit the door. And he beats me back in the door, but maybe three steps. And so I, I start doing the jump, you know, like this. Like, and he's going – he's going – he thought it was just one time, and you're done. No, no, you keep doing this for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or however long they had. I knew that. This is a long play deal. And you, you, so you have to pace yourself, okay? And that means something different to everybody else, okay? You have to figure out what can I control. Okay, because you're going to control that, you know, how you spend money, whatever it is. What you cannot control, I mean, some things are just beyond, I mean, when are you going to be able to open again? In certain states, that is not up to you, okay? Even when they say you can open, it's still not up to you because patients may not come back. They may have said it's still not safe. We don't know that, okay? So certain things you can't control, okay? What are the best moves for me? Now, not the best moves, but the best moves for me. If, if I saw six dentists doing one thing, it's my nature to think, yeah, that's probably just exactly the wrong thing to do, okay? Mm -hmm. For me, 
I, I need to make this move for me. Okay. And probably a key, a key thing there is not to look back on how you've always done things because that's, that's just human nature, right? I've always done these things. So probably have that mindset shift is what, what do you need to do differently than what you've already done? Because the game has changed, right? But yeah. I mean, so, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. And this yeah. isn't a, a game that you've ever played before, but I think it is common for most doctors to be, to like instead of ready aim fire is kind of ready aim 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 you know and this is going to be one of the deals where you need to ready aim fire or just ready fire i mean at least you're doing something and and the whole point of of doing this format like we're talking about is to just get you off of your tush and have you act and do something now let's say uh the barn is there okay and the target's in the middle if you still hit the barn i i think that's a win you just adjust and you get closer to the target. Doesn't have to be most perfect. doctors think if I can't, you know, if I can't hit the target, I'm not going to play this game. Well, especially target. in this fluid environment as we're in right now, yeah. that, that barn may be a mile away tomorrow. I mean, you, it, it's all relative at that point. Maybe a different barn. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, we don't know. They, it's a moving target. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, you know, everything's changing so fast. I, you know, I don't want to do again, back to who I'm going to listen to, you know, on the long play because again the information will change it'll evolve different people will step up with ideas of what's going on look at their track record look what they've done in their own lives i mean if a stockbroker came to me and said mike i want to handle your money and he had a great reputation that's great i said i'm thinking about this let me see your portfolio portfolio for the last five years Uh i mean a stockbroker that won't show you their own portfolio don't use them Uh i mean Somebody that won't let you see their track record, you know, don't, don't do that, okay? Now, number five was that mindset. Here's the mindset I think you should have. I mean, if we just gelled it down in just a couple of words, a startup mindset. Okay, put on that T-shirt you had when you first opened that practice and do whatever it takes. Now, this is really going to be different for most of you. I mean, I don't know if you've ever thought, well, gosh, I'm getting real fat. I need to diet or I need to exercise, I just had a heart attack, but it's hard to get started when you've been sitting there for a long time. And I would say that's the case for 90% of the people. That's why I'm going to encourage the doctors that watch these videos is to go back and look at 2019. Okay, that's what you were doing. If you weren't growing, okay, you weren't meeting your patient's needs, I'm sorry. That's a hard deal. I mean, you know, if you weren't growing and I, when I say growth, at least 10 or 15%, but ideally 15 to 20% a year. Okay. I have doctors that 20 years, they haven't grown adjusted for inflation at all. Okay. Every practice has a particular growth pattern. It's the same in every practice. It's where you allow yourself to stay. And this is one of those times where you've got to get out of your comfort zone and just do it. I, it's okay. If, okay. The deal here is to act and keep acting. So if we're going to start a running program, then I'm going to have you walk until you can get where you can walk three or four miles. We're not going to do three or four the first time. And then we're going to go, okay, I want you to jog for 20 seconds and walk a minute and then jog for 20 until you can do a mile. And then, so it'll be baby steps, but it won't matter where you are. If you've got a practice doing a million dollars a month, the things we're going to ask you to do will 
will still affect you in the same way it would affect somebody that's that's doing fifty thousand dollars a month. Okay, it'll it's it's still a totally new mindset, a startup mentality. You have the opportunity for a do-over button here. Okay, now last so step. How, how do you oh, go ahead? Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, go, oh, go, go, ahead. go, go. Keep going. I, I was just, just had one last thing. It was just go ahead. Yep. Don't get distracted. Mm. Okay. Because how many people have started a goal on January one, and then by February, you know, diets are a perfect example. The average dieter within six months will weigh five more pounds than they did before they started the diet. Okay. The people that have a goal to start lifting weights because they try to do too much too fast. Now we're going to try to keep this in bite-sized amounts so that these people will act and they'll see one, it might be a discovery process. And they just realize that I didn't, I had no idea that my practice did this. Uh, you know, this is good to know, or I do one little thing and they're going, that was easy. And I can see how you'd want to do this all the time, you know, regardless. So again, that's my, that's my strategy for a game plan. Yeah. What do you go ahead, Bill? Uh, let me ask you a question. I, I, I want to unpack real quickly the players and, and you've okay. hit on this with the startup yeah. and you've kind of hit on the size of their practice. I want you to talk through, let's say you're, you're one of three demographics. Let's say you're, you're straight out of school. Maybe you just bought a practice and, and, and you're laid off and you are razor thin on your P and L as is. And then let's say you're somebody who has reached a level of success, probably along with some, uh, complacency and, and doing doing well and, and you know having a, a nice job and then maybe briefly touch on the people who maybe are are exhausted and they were looking for their exit strategy before this game changed how would you speak to each one of those demographics dr abernathy well i mean the startup people is that you know i there's a possibility that there's going to be some bankruptcies i'm sorry okay uh it's probably not going to be the young doctors i mean they're willing to do whatever it takes. There are some generational proclivities that, that prior to this, maybe you wouldn't do everything it would take. I mean, like you wouldn't clean teeth as a doctor. Oh, I'd never clean teeth. You may have to clean your own, you know, clean people's teeth. You may have to do whatever it takes. Uh, market in a different fashion than you would do. You won't have the uh, comfort of a credit line that you thought would be enough under normal circumstances, it won't be enough to pull you out of this. Now, I could spend six hours talking about what a young doctor should do in that position, okay? But I think the thing to remember for all three groups, one, is that this too will pass. Yes. Uh, and, and your job is to minimize the damage it does to you so that you can survive. Now, a, a, an example might be a standard practice rather than a startup that feel like they owe their staff certain things. Okay. And, and I, I feel that way. There, there's a legacy I want to leave uh, a culture I want to, you know, keep, and we might want to keep paying them even though they don't work. This is going to be one of those episodes that's not going to be possible long-term. It's going to be months. It's not weeks that we're going to be in this. So, Facing those tough decisions are, you know, things that leaders and, and owners have to do. And so, uh, again, what are they going to do? Well, we mentioned this on playing a game. The hope is when we come out of this, we have a better opportunity to do even better than we did prior to going in it. 
but it's not going to happen. I mean, certainly the government, certainly the ADA are not going to give you a lifeline that will pull you out of this. You're going to have to do it yourself. Yeah. And so again, other than that mindset of a startup practice and doing whatever it takes, I don't think most doctors in, maybe we can talk about this on another video, but most doctors have no idea about what I'm talking about when I say you have to do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. I've had clients who, who go, Mike, I'm facing, Mike, I'll do whatever you say. And, and let's say I told them to give away a bucket of Colonel Sanders uh, extra crispy fried chicken with every crown that you do. They'd go, I may have misspoke. I will do whatever you said to do except that. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm talking about, I mean, as I say, this could go on forever, but I mean, I've, I've sat on boards where we were interviewing new pastors for churches and uh, asked questions like that. And it's, it's funny, you know, like, what would you, you know, what would you not do here? And, you know, so it's like, I need them to understand that this is going to be about as busy a time of making decisions as you're ever going to face at one time. Not that and part of that mindset change is just psychologically preparing yourself to, to do those and to make those decisions, those types yes. of decisions. You know, in the military, they train you in a firefight. Like you're, you're walking through the jungle and people start shooting at you. Most people run and seek cover. You don't do that. You bring your weapon to your shoulder and you walk into the firefight. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what we have to do here. Yeah. We have to, you're, some people are going to get wounded. Very few will get killed, but there's going to be people walking with limps for a little while. And uh, we will defeat whoever that was in the bush, you know, and it's, it's just, taking that first step yep. and so oftentimes when you look at something it looks immovable like you couldn't get over around it but you go do a tough mutter and you go i'm just going to walk it it's 13 miles i'm just going to walk it and then we'll we'll drink a beer between times and we'll you know we'll have fun and we'll get five guys just to walk it i guarantee you after about the fifth deal you're going hey it's only about a quarter mile to each you know bad thing you have to crawl over i could probably jog between those and then before the end, you're, you're chasing down people and trying to beat them. I mean, you know, if we could just get you to start the momentum in the right direction by yeah. doing a couple of things, I think that will be contagious. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the first thing. You have the change in mindset, and that, that's the first switch that has to flip, if you will, to start that trajectory, you know, to get through this. So to kind of sum it up, I mean, the game's changed. You know, right. I mean, the, the game that we played two months ago, is a different game that we're playing right now. The rules have changed. The players have changed. Um, everything changed. And, and the only way to, to play the game to the best of your ability is, from what I hear, go get that T-shirt out. we got to get some T-shirts, those whatever-it-takes T-shirts. And that's really what we want to do. You know, going forward in future videos, that whatever-it-takes mentality, we want to talk about, well, what's it going to take? Right. Do we want to talk about some actionable things that you can start doing in your practice now? You know, now when you have time, this is what you need to do. Do whatever it takes to get to the other side. So I'll end on this. I, I, I'm a big quote guy, and I, I botch quotes all the time, but I think it was William James. Don't quote me on that, but I think he had the quote of, if you change your mind, you can change your life. 
and I'll, I'll kind of change that a little bit. If you change your mindset, right, you can change your life. And I think that's what we need to do here. Um, so guys, I appreciate it. Again, future videos, we're going to release these things. We're going to talk about what are the things to do to do whatever it takes to get through this new game. So guys, I appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you on future video. Thank you. You yeah. bet.